A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Scoopy Radio in your airwaves, on your computer screen, on your glasses. On the airplane, everywhere you want to be, I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoopy, Instagram and Snapchat, Scoop underscore B. And make sure to subscribe to the Scoopy Radio Podcast on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher App. And on the line right now, as we're pre-recording, it's the morning in the Philippines, but we've got my main man, Migs Bustos, anchor and, co- or anchor and host rather at ABS CBN News Channel's Game Time. What's going on, Migs? Early in the morning in the Philippines. It's doing great, uh, Brandon. It's 8.41 a.m. here in the Philippines. I'm doing great. It's the playoff fever. Temperatures are high. And I can't wait to talk hoops with you, Brandon. Hey, man, this is like a role reversal. Usually I'm getting up in the morning to talk on your show. Now you got to get up in the morning to talk to me. Yeah, I know what it feels like right now. Because uh, <laughs> normally when you would wake up on my show at 7 a.m. over in New York or in the East Coast, but then... I really appreciate what you do for us for on the show, and it's my time to return the favor and, of course, talk about the game we love. For sure, man. Hey, when I was doing my research on you, I, I had seen it a while mm-hmm. ago, but since I got you on the line, you started out as a model. <laughs> Where'd you read that, man? Hey, man, Did the internet is talking. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah, I was I was doing that. I was doing uh, some TV ads in my earlier younger years. Uh, well, TV advertisements uh, are still fairly big uh, here in the Philippines, especially TV. Uh, now with the shift to social media, there, there's a lot of you know uh, how do I say this outlet as well. But then when I was doing that, maybe around five seven years ago. Yeah, I think that was my first on-cam work, and what you know, what I what I've been doing for a long time is uh, I was actually I I just played TV ball, uh, played for the team B uh, when I was in high school, and then started coaching as early as during my college days, and I think that's where uh, the love for the game really grown and sprouted, and that's why we're here. We're talking about. Oops, and I think it's 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 a great job to be at, and that's why we're here. These Bustos talking hoops and talking Scooby his early beginnings on the Scoopy Radio podcast. What do you make of the first round of the playoffs so far? What do you like? What do you what don't you like? Well, uh, I think it's it uh, exceeded expectations.
expectations, at least for the higher seeds. Uh, my personal predictions are at least the, the higher seeds will at least, you know, uh, the Bucks will, you know, maybe take it in five, but they clearly swept the Pistons. At the same time, Boston Celtics also. I think it would be at six games, but then clearly the dominant. I think they're just you know, doing the things the right way, even though there's a stacked wing, uh, wing lineup between Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, and Jason Tatum. I, I think they're going well, especially with the absence of Victor Oladipo. I think that kind of helped their cause to have the confidence to dominate their series. Uh, at the same time, also, I didn't expect the Warriors to lose. Uh, when they got home, it was around 1 p.m. Manila time. Uh, mm-hmm. I was checking on my phone that they, they were leading by halftime, and then when I got home, and they were still leading by 16, and then, poof, Lou Williams happened. I didn't expect the Warriors to lose, but then everybody else, you know, uh, exceeding expectations, uh, at least for the first round of the playoffs, I didn't expect uh, Portland to dominate this way. I thought Russell Westbrook and Paul George would have gotten, I know, at least easy two games, one and one at, at home or, or on the road, but then clearly Dane Pine, Damon Lillard just stepping up and his hunger to win uh, to advance at the playoffs this period there. You know, it's interesting. Um, I have friends who are from the United States who play overseas and they're watching games at 7 in the morning, their time at the, you know, the NBA playoffs or the finals. I didn't really understand that point of reference until I went to Thailand last year. The beginning of the year it was still the regular season, but it was, you know, it'd be 7.30 a.m. in Thailand, and I'd be turning on Yes Network on my computer, the, the network the Nets play on. It's like, wow, the Nets are on at 7.30. Is that, is that weird for you to be watching basketball in the morning or the afternoon from the U.S.? Well, actually, I'd like to, you know, um, I think that is a way of life already. Uh, it, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the, the broadcast, uh, the TV broadcast uh, in the Philippines were regularly shown uh, I think around 2000, I remember watching the 1996 finals uh, between Seattle and Chicago Bulls, or even mm-hmm. earlier during the Magic phase when Jordan briefly retired. We would only get to watch the finals on a live telecast, only the finals. Wow. But in the regular season games, we, we won't really get to watch them on a you know regular basis. And I think ever since it has been uh, been that way, uh, when it would be the finals, uh, we would, I would gather up with my friends at a bar. We probably would be having beers at 10.30 a.m. That's, that's kind of seems a weird for us. But, but then, Scoop and I, when I, when I got to visit New York and met up with you last February, it was kind of weird for me watching the game at night. Because huh. I was so watching the games in the morning. So it's kind of a role reversal right there. So, but then any time of the day, it's all great to watch and be. Yeah, man, you were, you, for those who are listening, uh, Knicks boosters on the line, Scoopy Radio. Um, you went to see the Knicks play at Madison Square Garden, and um, they were playing yes. the Pistons, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, correct. That was an adjustment for uh, you. To be uh, sitting in the Pistons. Yeah, that was an adjustment for you, because you were sitting there watching the Knicks and watching the Pistons, and it was nighttime. Do the games, like the, the, the games in the league, uh, in the Philippines, do they play at a similar time, or are there night games there? They play it. Uh, in the Philippines, they play night games. That depends uh, on the collegiate games, since uh, they really depend on the TV broadcast. Uh, collegiate games, they play it every weekday, some weekdays and some weekends, around 2 p.m. They started at 2 p.m., then around 6. And then for the professional games, they started around 
some some games it started at 4 p.m. and some mm-hmm. games it started around 7:45. So it's not. Uh, it really differs on which type of league because you know in the Philippines it's kind of uh, how do I say this? It's kind of independent. Leagues are independent, unlike the US and CAA, where it's all when it's, when it's March Madness, everybody comes together. Uh, yeah, it really depends on because TV is still important, uh, a big medium that uh, a lot of people still rely on, uh, especially in the Philippines that we're not that digitized yet compared to the United States or even Europe. So yeah, we 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 you know really rely on TV coverages and depends on the program. You lightly touched on the Warriors. In your opinion, since just watching the league and obviously uh, interviewing other folks who are tied to the league and just your own basketball uh, IQ, do you think there's any team in the Eastern Conference that could beat the Warriors? Any team? Wow, I think it. I actually got to watch. Uh, the November 8th game between the Warriors and the Bucks at Oracle. And I think they're the only, you know, team that can, I'm not saying that 100% they will, but then seeing from that game, uh, the, the chemistry, uh, of the Bucks that time was very evident. Remember that this Bucks team was not built overnight. They were, you know, they were suffering from losing seeds, especially in the early rounds of the playoffs, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, the past two seasons there were six or seven plays, and they suffered, you know, heartaches and heartbreaks. And I think, you know, for every team, for any athlete, any sport, uh, it's it's usually done by a process, like what Joel Embiid preaches, you know. Um, and I think their time can be now, but I don't think the Warriors will lift an inch, especially. Now that they're relying on heavily on Kevin Durant, especially when coaching out games, and I think it's gonna be you know hungrier than ever to win a third straight. Or yeah, I said you said that with excitement when you had to kind of think you're like yeah three straight because I think so much time yeah. has has elapsed you forget how good that team actually is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I really believe in the uh, system of a coach. Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. I just can't explain his offense on 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 detail, but you see the movement, you see the motion. I think well, what one key aspect is the off-ball movement of the Warriors. Because usually we see teams with superstars, evidently Russell Westbrook's team, James Harden's team, that then when they rely heavily on isolation, when they heavily rely on one-on-one, you see the rhythm of his other teammates just standing there. You know, when you're not moving without the ball, tendency is you get off rhythm. And for the Warriors, that's what the their success ever since when uh, Steve Kerr came in is the off-ball movement on how they're always moving, everybody's giving screens, everybody's active on the floor. It seems like they have a sense of purpose. They have a sense of direction. Even though they're not scoring, even though they're just moving around, they know that every move is, of course, will lead to something great. And I think Kevin Durant's adjustment to that, being a scorer, a talented one-on-one player, has adjusted to that kind of system. And if they prevail and just keep on doing that, I think that was a wake-up call that game two against the Clippers. If they prevail to get to do that, there's no stopping them from winning another championship. A few years ago, you 
actually sat down. You moderated a, a, a something with LeBron James. It looked like it was a Nike event, correct? Yes, yes. 2017. Was, Manila. Yeah. What was that like for you? Wow, it was... It was you and me super fans. We were fans of the game. Uh, we'll be idolized everybody. Uh, in the Philippines, since we're far away, we're far east, we're a basketball country, and for every international player or NBA player to go here, it's such a big deal, at least for basketball fans. And for LeBron James, he has been an icon globally. And, you know, I can, I can compare, uh, at least from my experience, when Steph came here 2015 and, 20, and then 2018, the impact of LeBron James in society. And uh, not to discredit Steph, uh, Steph, uh, you know Stephen Curry is a great all-around guy, but then you know, the impact of LeBron is just leaps and bounds. Even the ones who don't watch basketball, even my parents who don't watch basketball, they're like, oh, LeBron James is here. So they know, they know that kind of, you know, awareness. And when I, you know, honestly, when I got to interview, when I got to see LeBron, he was huge. You know, it's like 0% body fat. <laughs> and he's just, his aura is just, is just overwhelming. It's, you know, the king, LeBron James, actually here in Manila, wow. Lost for words. What did you guys talk about in your panel? Uh, to be honest, uh, it was, uh, of course, a, a, uh, a leading sports fan, well, Mikey, uh, brought in here, and he just talked about his, because the tour was about the striper greatest tour, so it was all about his, him, um, you know, overcoming adversity uh, with this during his troubled years, uh, you know, when he was in high school and then being in in the NBA as such a talented rookie. And we just talked about his, his history, his, his, his way on how to achieve and how to sustain that, um, you know, achievement. And that was the time, actually, when him, when the Kyrie Irving trade went down, and uh, honestly, we kind of were, were were reminded not to talk about it. You know, I think that was those were sensitive times. I think it was just around two weeks when Kyrie requested for a trade, and then we just kept it cool, kept, kept it generic. And but the main thing for LeBron was he was just he's so influential, not just to young boys, not just to aspiring uh, athletes who want to make it to the national team, but also for the women. And for the women ballers out here that are gaining, uh, are, are craving for that, you know, exposure and awareness also that young Filipino ballers can also shine uh, in the game. But all around, their ball was great. You talked about LeBron James and adversity and hearing him talk about adversity. From your perspective, how do you think he'll handle adversity next season with the Lakers? Well, I just really think that, you know, my, my, my perspective is, you know, in basketball, no man is an island. Uh, we, we've seen it at least during the early Jordan days that he couldn't do it alone. That uh, Bill Jackson had to have the triangle. Kobe Bryant couldn't do it alone. Clearly, James Harden, Russell Westbrook can't do it alone. Uh, I, I really think that LeBron should be able to fit in a system, in an offensive system, where he's not 
the sole option. We've seen it in Cleveland when there would be times and clutch that he would just handle the ball, everybody was standing around and mm-hmm. just wait for something to happen. And I think those these types of adversities can be avoided if there is a sound offensive system that can not just work for him but can work for his teammates. And that's evident in basketball. If everybody is working together as a unit, you know, you won't really have a hard time winning championships. And that's been done with the Lakers, with the Bulls, with the Warriors, with the Spurs. So I think that's still the traditional formula. It's still the winning formula. You know, I haven't seen, you know, one bionic man, you know, like in Space Jam and Michael Jordan can just outstretch his arms in getting baskets, right? So, yeah, I, I think so in terms of handling adversity, it's just about being professional, I guess. But then, yeah, I mean, for me to avoid those adversities, it has to be a sound organization and a good system. I'm asking you on the spot, the million dollar question. Who do you think is going to the NBA Finals? Ooh, NBA Finals. Ah, I think it's still going to be the Warriors. Uh, okay, let's see the bracket. If, now, Houston, all right, it's going to be Houston and the Warriors, then it's I think it's going to be in seven between the Denver and San Antonio series. And then I think it's going to be Portland and Denver. It just really depends on the matchup. But then I think the Warriors are still going to be in cruise control. The, the, I think the most challenging matchup for them will be the Houston series if Houston advances. So clearly James Harden and, you know, they, they have their own rivalry. But then with the Bucks, I think the number one seed between the East and West will still prevail. It just really depends on how Toronto will play it out. I haven't seen Mark Gasol fully installed into the system yet. Uh, Pascal Siakam, I'm really impressed with the kid. Uh, just He still walks. He still has great potential. But then, you know, at that young age, when you go and we have potential, he's actually effective. And, you know, I, I think if the Raptors, you know, if they play a better Play uh, a better series if they get to get get the right guys in. It can be Warriors and Bucks or Raptors, but then still leaning with Warriors and Bucks. Well, we've all heard it first. Mix, first of all, thank you for so much for joining Scoopy Radio. You're doing your thing on television in the Philippines. I did not mention this, and now that I have you on the phone, you guys uh, had an earthquake. I was actually supposed to be on this TV with you on Monday via Skype, and. Uh, that couldn't happen because of breaking news. There was a 6.4 magnitude earthquake. How are you doing over there? And how's yeah. everybody doing out there? Well, actually, uh, well, just for context, uh, since uh, last year, 2017 and 2018, we call it in Manila, in the Philippines, we call it, quote, unquote, the big one. Uh, mm. The MMDA, the Metropolitan uh, Development Authority, has been preparing for a big earthquake in Manila. And they say that if the big one comes, it's really going to destruct the whole city, and the Philippines is relying heavily on Manila for its social, economic, political uh, growth. And, you know, when that happened, Monday afternoon, 5.11 p.m., Manila time, I was just lying down in my condo. I live at the 22nd floor. When I first, at first, I, didn't, I was confused on what was going on, and I was going busy. And then a friend from work actually messaged me on Facebook when he was at work and he said in Filipino, uh, it, it, there's an earthquake. And I quickly ran, I dressed up, got my phone, got my keys, 
and went down to the fire exit. And we, it's all over the news now. Um, there was actually an aftershock around six hours earlier in, in the province, a 4.5, 4.3 magnitude aftershock at the same epicenter of that earthquake. And right now we're at high alert. Uh, at least we know what to do, uh, on, when, in case an earthquake comes, but Clearly, people were not in panic. We kind of knew what to do. We were just rushing downstairs, looking for open spaces. But then, yeah, uh, scary times, troubling times. But then, Philippines is kind of used to natural disasters. When Typhoon Haiyan hit in 2013, that was the, one of the most devastating typhoons that hit the Philippines. And uh, we're resilient people. Uh, I think where we can overcome adversities that may come our way and let's just uh, let the Lord guide us on our journey. Your family was okay. Were there any, uh, and were there any reported deaths in the Philippines? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, around, yes, there were a couple of deaths. deaths and I just couldn't confirm the actual number. Uh, there were a couple of deaths in, uh, we call it, uh, in the province of Pampanga, that is uh, three hours away. Fort International Airport, one of our main airports uh, in the Philippines, was actually devastated by that earthquake. And many buildings in Manila, around nearby provinces also, were, you know, hit by that earthquake. And still now, still uh, the authorities are still uh, in search for missing people, hopefully not bodies. Yeah, it, it's still going on, and uh, we're still on on a high alert. The government's still on high alert, and uh, of course, clearing out possible, uh, hopefully not casual. Well, I'm glad that you're all right, and I'm glad that you're able to come on the pod, man. When I heard that, and you know, you and I had that synergy on Monday, we were supposed to meet. I said, you know what? Since we did not do the TV show, let's get him on the podcast. Yeah, man, it's an it's an honor. It's a it's the first time for me uh, to be on. Uh, U.S. media. So it's a, it's an honor to be. I hope to see you soon. Not just on Skype when I visit New York again. And I uh, hope you get to do this again. Yeah, and I want to come to the Philippines. I have to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, you have to make that happen. You got to call me first, man. Show yes, you sir. around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. Brandon. All right. I'm going to enjoy the playoffs. You. you enjoy the playoffs. And I'll be seeing you on TV soon. For sure. Scoop B Radio. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.